Hey friends, welcome to Death and a Butterfly. I'm your host, Carrie. Join me as we delve into a broad spectrum of topics, including, but not limited to, spirituality and well-being. Sharing knowledge for the modern journeyer, welcome to the thought process. Glad you're here and we can resonate together. Please like and subscribe to stay updated. And if you enjoy what you hear, please share with someone you love. Okay. Maybe I should have been out here from the beginning. You guys are both probably lying to all these people. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I think the first time I ever met Dan, um, a previous partner had told me to get into your car because we were drifting in the back of one of those... Um, like shipping buildings on the west end. Sorry. Many shipping oh, yeah. buildings. Yeah. So I got in your car and you started to what? Do like this big fucking burnout? Like what was it? <laughs> big burnout. I don't even know. I was like trying to ask the whole time, and you were just being a sarcastic fucking asshole. Like I was like, how long have you been doing this for? Just to like be like asking and getting to know you, and you were like a long time. <laughs> And I was like, I get it, you're good, but like. <laughs> He's very cocky. <laughs> and then so I like always like didn't like you. <laughs> Just in the senses, I was like, you were mean. <laughs> Don't worry, she didn't like me at first either. <laughs> and then. And then as I got to know you, I understood that you're just like a big meanie to keep people away. <laughs> but you're secretly a big softie. <laughs> I know, right? Once you get in and he's like, well, damn it, they're in. Yeah. Then he reveals himself. Mm-hmm. That's true. That's true. Is that just like a general man mask for every man? Do all of these men wear these masks? I feel like this is, um... I don't know. I feel like it's a trauma response, actually. I think so. We won't do that right now, though. (laughs) (laughs) Just flips the table. (laughs) Goes crazy. Okay, so if we think about it from... When did you start your workout journey? What year was that? Was the year just before you got married? Yeah, so December 2017. How long ago is that now? Four years ago? This year it'll be four years. It's a while. It's been a wild uh, four years. Started off slowly. Went hard and heavy, then it lingered. It's been quite the journey. So, was it four years ago already? Was that when you started with me? Yeah. Really? Yeah, because we've been married three years. Shit. So, before. four years ago, you were like, can I work out with you? I just wanted to look good for my wedding dress. <laughs> <laughs> Little did I know it would turn into this four-year-long journey of 
self-discovery. Yeah. It's kind of interesting that it's like you're always going from A to B to C to D, and then it continues on down the line. When it finishes at Z, it's like A, A. Like, it keeps going. It does. And I feel like that's, like, one big thing that we just follow in life. But it's, like, we're always looking for a destination or always looking for the next. Yeah. The next best thing. Yeah. And then you're never actually truly happy because you're just. It's true. I don't know if that's just, like, the ego or. Like, would you say that it's more so a part of your ego if you're looking for more of the material possessions or material things in life? Maybe. Maybe so. I feel like people can't be happy in, yeah, with what they have in their life. They always want more. I mean, it's a good thing to want more to a point, but... When are you going to just stop and enjoy what you have? Mm. Does that say something to, like, what a lot of people who have already been where we've been are just, like, just slow down? Slow down? Because they've already, like, had it. But at the same point, we're like, no, we need to experience this the way we need to experience it. (laughs) It's true. I mean, we could tell people to slow down. Are they going to listen? Probably no. not. People are always going to do something. So, hey, if I take the guesswork out of it and just give it to you, then at least you're doing something. Like, <laughs> so yeah. if it's even just mobility, I'm like, okay, hey, mobility day. You're doing something. Yeah. It's true. It is true. Would you say that that's recreating a habit for you? Yeah. Forces me to do, get down to the gym, do something. Did you love it when I used to program you Richard Simmons? (laughs) (laughs) I liked Richard Simmons too. I think I was the only one. (laughs) I grew up doing Richard Simmons with my mom. So I thought it was the funniest shit. Um, and then I decided to do it, I think during the first lockdown with my friend, who's a dancer. Um, Danielle, you've met her before, right? Yes. And um, we decided to do that one night and we <laughs> could barely fucking keep up to him. And the entire time he looks like he's so coked out. He is. And he's a machine. What is occurring? I don't understand. I used to do it when we were younger, too. I didn't realize it when I was younger that that's... (sighs) But we eventually got our muscle memory back because we did fun... We were going to do Jane Fonda, too. But I don't know, when you've done dancing before, it's like you get the muscle memory for it, right? It's true. It's like Zumba. No matter how yeah. long you've been out, you go back and it'll take you a little bit. You get into it. Mm-hmm. I used to do Taibo. 
when I was really young with my mom. That was our thing. I never did that. But I can understand, yeah, a good boxing workout. I still have some DVDs. They're intense. I was like, start doing one of those on whatever day you want. Let me know how it goes, for real. (laughs) I should. I should pop it in next time. They'll teach you good rotation, too, and you'll actually be doing movement in less of... I don't want to say isolated because it's not necessarily an isolated movement, but bodybuilding versus actual rotational movement with, say, self-defense translates a lot more directly to snowboarding because if you think of how you need to rotate with your legs or your feet, it creates like that pivoting motion for you in your hips and to understand that your your feet go as an extension of your hips and your rotation so if i'm coming across shoulder hip and then the rest of it while i'm light on the back end i'm going to end up turning it right yeah and that's the same as if i was kicking i have that rotation of where i return yeah that makes sense i'm gonna do that are you excited for snowboarding this winter what did you just do Oh, that's a decent cut. You should go clean that one. No. I was like, what are you going to gorilla glue that back to? live my life. And they just gorilla lose it. I'm a very well-stocked band-aid family. Because of me. That makes sense. <sighs> and now my child. Hey, Joe Ooh, Rogan. Very excellent. Yeah. Okay. Did mm-hmm. he help? Did he help? Do you need to... Too late. Hey, Joe Why broke them. Why didn't you clean it? Because <sighs> I just ripped it open. <laughs> <You're> just... <laughs> <laughs> you need to clean that, my goodness. Fuck my fucking music. There we go. Oh, that's so grand. That's so grand. <sighs> she did some more off than you two are using. Are we amusing? She asked if you were excited for a snowboarding season. Yeah, I was. Ready? I was. I was. I am. I am. No, I was. Yeah, I you am. Watch your wording, sir. I am excited. It's been many years, but I'm excited to go back out there and fuck some shit up. Except for this collarbone, because it's titanium now. Yeah, we need to rehab your shoulder starting, like, tomorrow for the season. <sighs> Tell us how you broke your collarbone. (laughs) Well, I uh, decided at 10 o'clock at night, with the temperature below 10 degrees, to go out on my motorcycle. (laughs) And I uh, ended up sliding my face on the concrete, flipping head over heels, and broke my collarbone. It was interesting. It was probably a fracture at first though, right? We, we should probably ask me if I still own a motorcycle. And uh, Do you still own a motorcycle? I don't own a motorcycle anymore. <laughs> and that would probably be towards my loving wife here. I didn't make him get rid of it. 
and your collarbone. Something <laughs> about uh, a face sliding across the concrete. That, this is uh, why we wear helmets, it. and usually, you know, um, full leathers. Well, he was. He was good. No, it was in the helmet. There was no road rash, just broken bones, which ends up in surgery and titanium. So am I like bionic man now? Am I a half a cyborg? Who knows? Can I be a cyborg? Or I not mean, technically, because it's only just metal. I honestly feel like at this point we are, we are post-apocalyptic. We have like... So we don't have the same kind of technology that we did back even during the Egyptian times. Like technology. That's what, what about this about. upcoming zombie apocalypse that the CDC has put out? It's like Walking Dead <laughs> in real life. It's concerning. Well, and know. I was like, F. I was like, I didn't take any gun training like everyone else was. <laughs> I was like, I don't have any weapons. I didn't go out and buy any. And then I was like, oh, I was like, I have, <coughs> I have my chef knives. And I was like, these motherfuckers are sharp. And I was like, we're good to go. Tie them on some fucking ropes. Like, <laughs> ching, ching, ching. I said, I'll make a bat with, you know, like nail spikes. Like you know style. the best fabricator ever. We're just gonna make like an armor tank with spikes, and we're all going somewhere. Probably a boat. I don't think zombies can swim. A yacht. This sounds like awfully a lot like Noah's Ark. <laughs> <laughs> Two of everything. I watched something on TikTok, <coughs> which I know is TikTok, but this guy was TikTok's saying... TikTok's more credible than CBC. <coughs> this is also true. This guy was posting about how they used to splice cells and make chimeras with, like, a monkey, a pig, and... I think a dog is what I saw. Really? And I was just like, I need to not see this right now. That's like, I was like, that. this, no, no. And even with Fauci's thing coming out that he had to drug dogs so that their faces would get eaten by sand flies. What? It's horrible. And apparently Sacrifice someone Sacrifice a cat, not a dog. <laughs> someone posted on Twitter to PETA. <laughs> saying um arrest joe biden <laughs> and arrest fauci or something <laughs> so like all of it like <laughs> the whole chain of events just <laughs> killed me <laughs> and then they got blocked they got blocked of all things hmm. they found out there was animal abuse and they blocked him Okay, so snowshoeing, snowboarding. Is there anything else that you're looking forward to as the season changes and now the leaves are falling? No, How do you keep yourself gone. positive? Snow drifting. Oh, we got this guy. Mm. I 
fucking miss a rear wheel drive. Oh, I man. I fucking hate oh, front wheel drives. And I'm like, me. I am <laughs> so excited for snow drifting in the car this winter. <laughs> My fucking Jeep used to be a boat. <laughs> yeah. But a dangerous boat But sometimes. I bet you drifted pretty well. It was a pretty nice ratio, yeah. I can get the Denali going pretty good, too. Those are like a fucking hurtling cannonball. Those are dangerous. They are. Like, oh no. Trying a one-ton truck that weighs 12,000 pounds. That would be when you actually want to have a standard Jeep, though. Mm. That's when that would pay off. It would. Because you can control that way better. Automatic is bullshit. You gotta put it in second gear. That's the key. True. Never in drive has too much variables to keep in second gear, you drift better. There you have it. It's the truth. 101. What's the science? What's the physics is what I mean. Weight transfer. Momentum. Counter steering. So this is a roundabout to the first time I met him and he drifted a car. And I was like a little I don't even bit. know if you'd call it a drift. It's more just like very well-controlled circles. Anyways, that was the first time I had ever experienced it. And then I think that summer, what did we always do? We did like little drives through White Ave. Yeah. Cause then I still Drifting had, everywhere. I still had Gunter and all of the boys were like, is this car a turbo? And I was like, no, it's just a Gunter. It's just a five cylinder. Like, we good. What was Gunter? My Jetta. My little tiny Jetta, yeah. Oh, yeah. My little German car, Gunter. I, I fucking shit bag Gunther. 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 Were you ever with us when we played uh, tag in the vehicles? I don't think so. Oh. Can you imagine? Middle of White Ave, middle of downtown Jasper Ave, or even like 170th Street, right right by West Edmonton Mall. Mm-hmm. Group of probably about 15 cars pull up to a light. Six of them are in reverse, flying backwards down the road illegally. Three of them are running lights. Two of them are hopping curbs. Just because one guy out of one car jumps out and his whole objective is just to take another car and not be it. That was tag in cars mm-hmm. on the city streets. I've had Dan hanging out doors to take cars. Well, you can't say hanging out door. It's like hanging on the door while the door is fully open while you're like three feet past the car. Can we talk about the time you said that you needed someone to open the garage door for you to get your car in so that the police wouldn't catch you? What time? Can we talk about that? Can we be more specific of which exact time you're trying to talk about? Were you driving? Was it a Lancer? Yeah, it was probably the Lancer. Would you say when you're driving a different type of vehicle, you kind of get the personality of the car? Cars definitely have a personality. Is that why you would say people who drive Volkswagens or like German engineered cars? Are entitled asshole drivers? Maybe so. Maybe there is something about um, a good solid. BMW so, well, hold on. Like a BMW driver that doesn't know how to use signal lights. Yeah. Uh, maybe or 
ladies that drive Mercedes that just take your fucking parking spots for no reason when you're trying to deliver a letter downtown. Well, and I literally jog past. You're driving a hundred thousand dollar car. That spot is yours, of course, not anybody else's. So just, it was a commercial. So that's what you paid call. for the hundred thousand dollar car for. It so you can a be a complete arrogant prick. Down. So that's what I'm talking about. But also, I used to drive a Jetta, so I was also one of those asshole drivers, was I not? Well, no, no, because no, so you had a different mentality while you drove. Just because you drove a Jetta didn't put you in that same category. That's like saying, like, okay, you have your BMW drivers that don't like to use signal lights. Mm -hmm. That'd be like saying, like, oh, I completely drew a blank there. (laughs) Shit, we Joe Rogan the fuck out of that joint. Complete blank. No, if you were a young teenager-like girl, then you would be classified in... Not everybody falls in that stereotype. That's where I was going. What is the stereotype? Well, like BMW drivers. They say BMW drivers never use a signal light. They're assholes. That's 90% true. Most BMW drivers don't ever use a signal light, which is true. But you can't say that because not all Subaru drivers are... Ooh, polit- political correctness of terms. <clears throat> Vaping flamboyant boys. <laughs> I like <his> political terms. <laughs> I do. I think that was very respectful. Thank you. Um, <clears throat> but it's a, like 98% so... ratio. Like BMW drivers. But not everybody falls in that stereotype. So just because you owned a V-Dub doesn't put you in that stereotype because you kind of have a head on your shoulders. So we could say then that not every kid that's driving a truck right now is some sort of cowboy, rednecky. Well, I, I, I will agree to that because most of them are wannabes. Most. And wow. let's face it, if you need bigger than an 8-inch tip on your diesel truck, you probably got a small pee-pee. It's it's kind of true. Something to this overcompensation. Well, definitely. If your truck, if your truck's completely jacked up and you're like five foot nothing and you got like a ten inch exhaust tip, you're overcompensating. Okay, so what defines a short king? A short king. A short king. Please explain. Someone who is shorter than you, but you would still give them your queen energy. Short king. Does height actually matter? Yes. Why? Like, what is the height? What would be? Why does height matter for you? This would is personality the and? This is the question. Oh, but hold on, I I am confused of question. <laughs> Why does height matter? So there's this girl. There's benefits to short. There's benefits to tall. Hold on, hold on, hold on. There's this girl on TikTok who goes into people's live chats. And in them, she comments, like, short king or something about short kings in their live chat to these men. And you'll see right away if they have, like, a little bit of, like, they take offense to it. Because there will be dudes in there who's like, no, I'm 5'11". Like, right away, they come back with their height. They're like, no. (laughs) Or there's dudes who are like, no, I'm, like, 6'3". I'm not short. It's fine. Like... But there's people who are actually super, super bothered by it, so... What height are we talking about? For which? 
Well, what are, are you talking about? King, because king. I'm confused here. Because this could go two very different ways here. I'm just talking about like actual like if I'm taller than a man, a short king for me. Because I think how tall am I? Am I well, like five nine, five ten? Yeah. From a guy's point of view, there's two ways to look at this. What is it? If <laughs> my significant other female is taller than me, then I'm looking at boobs. Not at her face, so when she's mad at me, I'm just looking at titties. But if I'm taller than her, she doesn't have to go very far down. <laughs> Wild. <laughs> no, okay. I'm just kidding. Height honestly I'm doesn't matter to me. That, uh, that, that That's there. a joke. But no, like, why does height matter? This is what I'm confused about. So I'm, okay, I'm curious. Would you feel some sort of, like, emasculation if your significant other or partner... Is it like a he-she? No. Huge? Was smaller than you or taller than you. What if they were, like, significantly taller than you? Like, if what if they were six foot four and you were the one that was five foot ten? How would they feel about it? How would they or how would I? How would you... I was gonna say, how the fuck would I know how they would feel about this? I don't know, do I get classified as a little spoon? Can I still be the big spoon even though I'm technically you, you not big? You can still be that big spoon. Oh my god. But how would you feel overall? Would you feel emasculated? Would this come back as like a... Well, like, does she manhandle me? Who knows, does she? Well, that's a big important question because if it's just a height thing and I don't get manhandled on a daily basis by my wife or girlfriend, then it's a normal thing. But if she manhandles me like I'm a little bitch, then yes, I would feel like not a significant man or belittled. So if men comment on your stature... As in someone who looks strong. Like stronger than me. And yeah. I was taller than them. Would that feel like a situation? Would that be an ego thing for you? That I'm smaller than the both of you? <clears throat> no, if like a man comes up and says something along the lines of, Oh, your woman is taller than you. It makes fun of you because of that. I'm going home with her, not you. Uh-huh, that's <laughs> you. Okay, so you wouldn't care. Okay. I'm still a little bit baffled by the question. Why? Because I might be stoned! I think it's like, I feel like there's always such a double standard between men and women, also. There's yeah. always a double standard. But why but is that? Because... Why is that? To be fair... Like, okay, what do you mean a double standard? Because before I make a complete ass of myself here on this podcast and say the wrong thing. society has betrayed everything for so many years, it's just a natural thing. Well, because look what has happened in society now. I can identify as a female. I can go to the Olympics. I can rock, completely rock out of the water world records set by women and how is that fair just because i identify as a female yet i'm built as a man i'm genetically engineered as a male is this just because it's now involving sports but it's not only sports though this comes every way that's true like don't get me on the wrong way here but i'm completely down for equality 
A hundred percent, because I completely agree. You guys should have the same rights as males or ever, anything else. I, I, I get that. But when it comes down to something like an industry where I'm based out of, like, a welding industry, mm-hmm. I've seen it both ways, where I've seen women that are not good-looking get jobs because they could weld, and I've seen women that are good-looking take a test for a job and not get the job strictly on the fact that they're good-looking and the boss thinks nobody would get anything done. But at the same time, if we go to a job together, me and you, let's say, we're both going to the same job, we're going to a job. I gotta lift a 150 pound valve into place to get it tacked up into place. Are you let's capable do of doing this. that? <laughs> you, yes, because you guys this like to abuse your bodies. <laughs> but a normal woman, let's say, a, a normal girl that doesn't just abuse the fuck out of their bodies running stairs and lifting heavy on a daily basis like you two and ladies. But you know what I mean? <laughs> so, like. Bursting is the wrong word, though. I, I, I agree for equality, but. Are men and women really equal? We're not built the same. We're built differently. So there is differences. Yes, we're equal in a lot of senses, but in physical attributes, I would say there is genetic benefits to a male over a female. There is circumstances where that is wrong because women can lift heavier than men. Yes, I get that. He may just dig himself a little. I am digging myself a hole. See, this is why I said I didn't even want to say this. It's all good. <laughs> hmm. Interesting take. It is. What's your take? Hmm. I don't know. I've never really we thought about edit it. that whole section. I've always just been... You do you. <laughs> Here's, okay, here's my thing. Here's my thing. I feel like it is not discrimination. It is not discrimination if you are genuinely a straight man and you didn't want to be with someone who was born a man. Yeah. That's just, I feel like it's a sexual preference. For sure. And I feel like you should never be coerced into that or something because you weren't informed. Yeah. You didn't give consent. That's true. You did not. You weren't fully that's let just, in on the loop. And I don't feel like that's being... At least, I mean, like, correct me if I'm wrong. I don't feel like that's discrimination. I feel like that's just, like, a right to know. You do have a right to know. Yeah. But I also do believe You're almost it's someone, lying to the other person if you don't tell them that. I almost feel, though, on this opposite side, being devil's advocate, I also feel like, what if they are afraid to say what they're not because they could get assaulted? Mm. This is true. Because nowadays, I mean, they have to really fear for that because it's a real thing. So, I mean, I, I kind of see it from both sides. I don't know. It's a touchy subject. It's kind of like a float in between, like I under... Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Hmm. It's definitely new times. 
You know what else is new times? The era of dudes liking stuff in their butts. <laughs> I think that's my lingo. Uh, no, I think it's always been there. No one's just ever talked about it. No. So is this a good thing that we're talking about it then? I think maybe people need to talk about it. it needs to get out there. People are too shamed. I think shamed. this is just a it's like general like, young person thing. This has never been a thing for how many generations. Now this is a whole thing. No, but even no. like for females, it's like it's almost like shameful if uh, you enjoy doing butt things or you, like you just it's not something you talk about. It doesn't get talked about. Why is uh, that? I don't know. It, I think it's because it's Why a shameful thing. Question? Why is it shameful? I don't Do you know. feel shameful for butt things? So, did you know that being worried about questioning your sexuality comes from a guilt stemming from that chakra? Really? Yeah, so that's like, you don't allow yourself to experience that because you think it's gay. Mm-hmm. And you're, um, you're not willing to step up into that next level of spirituality because you can't get there because you're not willing to experience it. So for those people who have, they have taken that step with that spiritual. So they're getting almost like that. I'm not saying you need to do it like always, but like what if it's an enlightenment? You'll never know until you try it, folks. Very true. What you look at me for? Hmm. I don't know what's the face you made. <laughs> so, winter drifting, anything else? Mm-hmm. Ice fishing. Ice fishing. Are you going ice fishing for Christmas? Uh, I think so, yeah. Yeah, man. We're right off of Ghost Lake, so if ice conditions are worthy of ice fishing, we will be doing so. That's what, in between Canmore and Calgary? Yeah, like kind of by Cochrane Moor. It's like a reservoir, kind of like in between the reserve? I think so, yeah. So we have a little cabin with a bunch of land, so we can do some snowshoeing. Where is that reservoir coming from, though? I have no idea if I had my phone, you could Google Maps it. going to be relaxing and chilled about it like what is it is it about like the family dynamic is it it's just just the season or well it's just gonna be the three of us and then my mom and dad so five of us so just small small family dynamics so it's gonna be quiet no expectations to dress up for christmas dinner um no yeah, so I think that's just going to be the most relaxing part about it. 
I mean, I really do like winter. I like the snow. I like the winter activities. The crisp air. We need to go skate in Narnia this year. Oh, yes. Did you ever do Narnia last year? No. Narnia was in Rundle Park. And it was like this iceway that I frankly find better than Victoria Trail. Yes. And, um, mind you, depending on the weather, it could be a little bumpy sometimes, but fantastic for core. Yeah. And stability. So, I enjoyed it. Sorry, Diesel, come on. <laughs> He's stuck. He's big. Can't turn I around. know. <laughs> Diesel, come on. Horse dog. It's like moving. It's like herding cattle. <laughs> he literally. So for those of you that don't know, they have. A gigantic Great Dane, and he literally couldn't turn himself around, so he was like stuck, caught. Uh, one day I heard whining, and I couldn't figure out where I was coming from. And I was in the basement, so I was searching all around, opening doors that were closed. I couldn't find him. And then I walked into the laundry room and seen his little face peering at me from behind the furnace. And he was stuck, because he couldn't turn around. He got stuck between furnace, the behind freezer, and coolers. Oh, no. Yes. And I had to guide his butt back the whole way out. <laughs> I died. I died laughing. I'm going to put a beeper on that thing. <laughs> oh, I put so a beeper bad. on that thing. Yeah. so sore. Stretch it out. Roll it out. Mm. That leg day was monstrous. I bet. I, I don't like it. We have one coming up. No, yeah, I don't do leg days with Cassandra anymore. Why not? Because last time I had to almost ask my wife to carry me down the stairs. <laughs> I was good till the very end. I did her whole regiment. I did more weights than her because I had to show I was a bigger man. And then I couldn't walk. Mm. And that's where it ended. So you had to do more weight. I had to give my wife my man card and have her carry me down Would the stairs. Would you say... That it was your ego at the gym that day? Absolutely. I'm not even gonna lie. Would you say. I will say towards the end of the workout, I was doing the same weights as her because it was heavy. But would you. <laughs> what do you want me to say, Carrie? My wife's leg is stronger than mine. Definitely an ego thing. He has come to the gym with me a few times and watched me die. Not a fan of leg days. I'm kind of like Julian. 
Upper body, no problem. You don't train legs, we don't want you. No, nobody wants. I am proportionate, guy. thank you very much. Actually, it's true. He is, he is proportionate. I think it's us women, we hold all of our strength in our legs.